Oh, welcome back to another episode of Girlboss Podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Sugu, and today's episode is all on marketing. Welcome back. So guys, today's episode is all on marketing. I'm going to do a part one and then part two, just because we are currently in lockdown in New South Wales right now. And I did have only <laughs> only guests planned for this um, this season, but obviously I wanted to do all of the interviews in my studio, not my studio, but the studio. And um, as the weeks kept getting extended, I was like, oh my God, um, I can't really continue just pushing back these dates with these people and things like that. So um, I'm in the process of rescheduling all of the interviews and doing them from home because we're probably going to be in lockdown for another month or so. So I don't want to really hold it on any longer. So today I wanted to discuss marketing. I'm going to stick with more social media, digital marketing. I'm not going to really do anything SEO, but I'm going to start off with some um, common myths and things that people think and say, and maybe a lot of you guys do as well, which are pretty much common sense. They're pretty normal human things to think, unless obviously you know marketing really well. I've been in marketing B2B for like, honestly, almost eight years. So I've heard it all. I've worked with all sorts of industries, all sorts of people, all sorts of sized businesses. So you can only imagine like there is just a variety of different things that come out. And, um, you know, over the years, you kind of just kind of get to know when people are going to work really well. And when, unless they change their mindset around marketing, they're going to not succeed in business. So some of the things that I'm going to um, discuss today and sort of, I hope, hopefully change your uh, mindset around are like, relying on organic whatever that is to grow your business and scale your business and grow your instagram scale your instagram and things like that um you're, you're not going to do it just like if that's what you're going to think like and that's the way that you want to um you know coax yourself into business thinking you're going to get all of this marketing for free and genuinely make a really successful company then you know you're one in a million if you do it come back and let me know what you did um it's not going to happen for the majority of people um, so I just want to put that out there first and foremost. So if when you tell marketers or people that you're doing this sort of stuff, they're just honestly thinking in the back of their mind, move on next. We don't want to deal with you. And you're probably not going to get good service in the future um, if that is your mindset, because good marketers will not work with anyone that has that mindset. So first and foremost, write that down. It's a really important thing because it just doesn't work. And the second thing is um, relying on word of mouth. Um, obviously, some people are in a position, maybe it's later in life and things like that, where they really can't take on any more business than what they currently have. That You can always squeeze one or two more in. I wouldn't totally hold your marketing or even your um, your means of ge- generating revenue when online actually exists. Because, for example, we're in a pandemic right now, and obviously it's a really hard time for a lot of businesses, especially stores with stop sh- shop fronts and things like that, and people that rely on like their everyday walking customers and all of their like what they what's worked for years and years and years with no problems. It doesn't always mean that it's gonna always work in the future, and there's gonna be something that comes up where you're gonna need another outlet. So. Putting all your eggs in one basket is just not the way to go or relying on like people to share and tell everyone else about your business in order for you to continue and keep getting customers shouldn't be your only way of doing it. Yes, I would use it and love that because it obviously shows you're good at what you do. But if that's your only way of 
getting the word out there and getting customers through the door, then you know what, you can expect that when situations occur, such as COVID or anything like that, that you will be the one suffering because you haven't put any steps in place for things like this to occur. And this is just one example. I've seen it over the years, like all these random things have occurred. And, you know, people have lost their entire business because basically they didn't think of putting steps in place to maintain the level of business that they had or grow a little bit or have a little bit of a buffer um, even when they're doing well. So those are the two things that kind of come up and really are the reason that a lot of people don't make it through either hard times or don't end up making it through the first year. And um, this is just common because people just don't allocate enough money for their marketing and they don't have an actual step in place to get enough brand awareness to move down the funnel into conversions and to under and to really understand via that testing period what actually works. So if that all sounded like a bit of gibberish to you, I'm going to make this as simple as I can. It's going to be so easy for you to understand. I'm going to have somewhere that you can go to start off etc and it's going to be a pretty short one so grab your notepad get a pen and tune in so the first thing that I wanted to do was uh, talk about money so obviously when you start a business like you're a small business you're starting out like cash flows everything you want to keep as much cash flow floating around as you can it's going to be expensive there's going to be fabulous little costs popping up everywhere and you're going to have all these small bills small and big bills to pay Adding money that doesn't necessarily need to be spent to get the business off the ground and launched um, is, is, you know, always, I think for most business owners, not really a priority. They don't see it as a priority because it's not making your website go live or it's not the content that's going on your website or social media. People like to really spend the money in those areas and they spend a lot of money in those areas. So guys, let me just say, like when it comes to spending a lot of money on your photography and product photos and things like that, I mean, a lot of money is all relative because we're all in different financial positions. But if you know that this is a lot of money for you, 10K, 5K to spend on your website and you're like, man, this is like a big risk. Like your website is like your storefront. Okay. So it is very, very, very important. It needs to be user-friendly, right? Those are the basics. Like, but at the end of the day, when it comes to your web design and things like that, and making sure it looks like this $10 million company, or you've got like all the best models promoting your product and things like that. Those are expenses that you can kind of avoid, to be honest. Like I know that it's kind of a hard pill to swallow if you're in a position where you've spent a lot of money and then you're like, now what? Like you're not getting any reach and you've launched. Like that is probably the most disappointing thing. Like if you put so much, not even money, but so much time and energy and effort and thought and planning into something, even content, like might just be a single post and it doesn't reach anyone, you then have to go and pay to reach people if you want that content to be seen. And same goes for your website. So the reality is, is that like you want to be before you get into like spending massive amounts on website design and social media content and models and all this stuff. You want to know that you're reaching people if you're going to make it that good. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to have it like 60% good, like 65% good. Like if you know people that aren't professional models that would do a bit of modeling for two, three, 400 bucks, like do that instead of hiring someone for 10 grand, like, or five grand, you know, just 
keep your costs as low as possible when it comes to that because also guys once your post goes well even once an ad goes well it does have an expiry on it so it doesn't last forever you can't just keep using it and um, you can recycle some content over time and things like that and put new like trending songs on them if you want or new like you can make it relevant to whatever era we're in or whatever time period we're in however most content you know you use at once and you need to continue creating new content so that's the reason why I'm saying like if you're really serious about growing the business and making it profitable and things like that you want to be allocating money into reaching people with that content so um, you want to be making sure that you split those costs because the worst thing and the worst feeling, and it's I've actually been there so many times, is even if you do have a big enough audience and you, for some reason, Instagram's algorithms, you know, don't, um, don't work in your favor and your post just like doesn't work out like the way you thought it would. It, um, you know, it can be really disappointing and where to from then you then need to go and find an audience that are going to engage with that content. And if you're selling something, you're going to have to find an audience right from scratch when the content's already done. Um, you're going to have to find an audience that actually might really want to buy from that content. So, um, you know, you don't want to have it all ready, um, perfectly in terms of material that you're posting, like to this like standard that you know you then don't have any funds to reach people with using that piece of content so that brings me to my first point when starting out a business so um when starting out guys you need to have a marketing budget I'm sorry like I've heard so many people say I've signed up to this directory and I've got my website up and you know we've got some business cards and flyers and blah 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 and whatever it might be or we do like a boost on Facebook like I'm sorry guys these things are just like tiny little incremental very small like probably like just like a really a dot when it comes to digital marketing if you're not actively like if you're just posting aimlessly and then boosting a little bit that's really just not going to get you any results like you may get one sale here and there you may get a few extra likes but it's not actually going to grow your business and by um and another thing with this is like when you do end up spending like let's just say money on marketing like save your ten dollars guys like every time you spend and waste ten dollars um over the week like you could do that like over the course of the week, every week for a year, you're wasting $70 a week if you're spending $10 um, on boosting a post or an ad or something daily. It's just not enough. So you might as well uh, hold your business for the whole year, save that $70 per week, and then actually have a marketing budget and start the next year with a proper budget so that you can genuinely like generate proper brand awareness um, initially and actually have a proper budget saved up for doing that in a manner that's actually going to get you more traction and more results because yeah starting off small is obviously all some people can do but to be honest with you I wouldn't be expecting proper results from it I just wouldn't and I know a lot of you are probably like that's what I do and that's what I was going to do and you know you're probably not making sales every day and that's the reality and this is why and this is why you're not getting the traction that you think you should be getting or that your your friend down the road is getting like it's it's really down to like the strategies on marketing and the budget around marketing so um, if I were you and you are in that situation or you were thinking of doing it like that, I would honestly, what I would do is I would either just get 
a solution from a marketer. Ask someone um, in marketing if you could get some advice on what to do. Tell them your current situation and then get, ask, like, ask, uh, hopefully they'll ask you your goals um, with the business. Obviously, everyone wants to make sales, but like there's got to be other goals that lead to sales, you know what I mean, initially. Um, and, you know, hopefully they can give you some things that could be reasonable enough for you to make some returns or get some traction um, out of the money that you're asked to invest, I guess, or advised to in- invest um, from this position. So there's always a solution as well, guys. So if you're in a situation and you're like, whoa, that sounds like me or I was going to do that, just remember there's always a solution. It's probably just going to cost a tiny bit more than what you were expecting. Now, when it comes to, um, before I get into why and like how the funnel, the digital funnel works, I want to just say lastly that if you spend a bit of money on marketing guys and you're a small business and it's like $1,000 in the marketing world, that is not a lot of money. I know that for you, that might be a lot of money, but in the marketing world that will get eaten pretty fast. What you get for $1,000 is you know is decent you can make some sales out of that you can grow your business like you can actually grow your instagram if you do it in the correct ways you can grow a bit of an email list you can get a good booster out of that but it's not going to turn your business around and i think this is one of the things that people need to understand just because you do your first bit of marketing and you spend your first kind of big amount on marketing i just need to say guys please don't expect that this is going to turn your business around and sell all your products out. Same goes for influencer marketing. If you're going to invest a lot of money, 10 to 15, maybe 20K, maybe you're at that position where you really want a big influencer promoting your brand, don't expect it to sell out because it won't. And I'm going to go into why in just a second. So we're going to talk about the stages of the digital funnel. So now that you guys know your expectations, you probably heard some of the things that you would have thought because these are just common things that people say all the time every single day we hear them like honestly it's 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 normal so it's not like it's abnormal and this is just honestly the chit chat that I would wish to have and say when I'm trying to be courteous and kind and understanding on the other end of the phone or on the other end of an email when I'm hearing all of these things like these things just these objections and these mentalities is just setting you off for failure. So now that you guys are fully aware of that and you can actually understand it and I'm not even selling you anything, I'm just telling you exactly what I wish I could say to everyone, but so many people, because it would be a one-on-one, would take it personally and I don't want to offend anyone. I want people to actually understand where they're going wrong and I want people to avoid it before they get into a business or get into a bad situation and then they they don't know, they're not really aware of how they got there. Um, so when it starts, when you start marketing um, and you ca- and you have a business, you can relate this back to normal life. Marketing is actually like a lot of it is common sense. So you don't just go to market, guys, and expect to sell, right? Sometimes people do get that response because they've really invented something and people like the price, the time and everything is just so on par. And that's amazing. But for a lot of people, you kind of got to build up trust and you got to build up your brand. And this starts with something called prospecting or brand awareness. So your initial dollars when you first launch your product or service online needs to be focused around brand awareness. You need to be introducing people to who you are, what you do. You need to be targeting and reaching new people all the time, every day, as much and as often um, as you can within your target demographic that 
I mean, you part select that, but also like whoever buys, buys. So sometimes you can go into market thinking that you're going to be targeting females in Australia age 24 to 35, but it actually turns out that your target market's a lot older or younger and it's, you know, split between Australia and the UK or something like that. You've got to just adapt to that and make that work because at the end of the day, whoever's buying and whoever's liking, they're your customers. That is your customer and that's how it is. You serve them. So yeah, so when you're introducing, you're figuring out this, like this is the part where you figure out who's going to be buying and where to put more money in later and things like that. And what people are really asking and, it, you know, you kind of start to get a bit of an idea as to what people like what you do and what they say about what you do. And you can then kind of tailor make more of your content, more of your products um, in the future based on all of this sort of feedback. And you also know from the brand awareness and the prospecting where you're going to put more funds in and how you're going to engage and communicate um, further with those people that have shown some sort of interest in your brand in those brand awareness campaigns. So obviously when they know you, they might like or follow you or they might just like just come by your page and, you know, make an impression on social media. You can then do a new retargeting ad if there is some sort of interaction with that initial post and try to engage and communicate with them. Maybe ask a question, post a survey. I don't know what it is, but get some engagement and start building a little bit more of a relationship. So it's like, honestly, any other relationship, like you're not just going to meet someone for the first time and just like, it's so rare and, but it, it does happen as well online, but it's so rare that you just click and become really good friends type thing. Same with, with business, like that does happen, but it's like a 1% chance and you kind of love that 1% chance and it's amazing. And you know, it's rare, but, um, in most case scenarios, you're going to be building up slowly with this community or these new people. So obviously, you know, this can take anywhere from a couple of weeks to a couple of months to really start building an actual audience that are, you know, a little bit more engaged and they're starting to build their trust up with you. So the next thing you want to be um, focused on when you know that you've got, you know, a fairly good amount of people that are communicating or engaging and that you can kind of feel out that trust you and your brand. I mean, also guys, when you're new into business, like customers take a risk by purchasing from you, especially as a product-based business. And I know that you're probably like, why? Like it's because like customers want to know that in a year from now, you're still going to be around so that if they have any problems with what they've purchased from you, you're going to be there. And this is why a lot of the time it takes a while to build up a brand. People want to know that you're going to be there and you're going to be able to resolve their issues if they have any in the future. Otherwise, they'll just go to someone that sells something similar that will be there. And that is generally one of the biggest barriers to sales when it comes to being a new business. People just lack trust and they've got every right to, you know, it's like you don't know this, like it's like friendship, it's like anything. You don't know these people and you don't know this business. You don't know who's behind it, what it's about, where it's come from, what their experience is, what they're going to do in a, in a bad situation type thing. So you need to really be, um, as you go through the years in business, proving yourself time and time again, and you are going to mess up and there are going to be angry customers. Like that's just normal, but people and people always will have bad reviews like I'm sorry but if someone has a bad review I mean like I personally don't have any yet but I'm sure that if yeah I'm sure that people would have had 
experiences that weren't favorable and sometimes that's going to be your fault other times it won't be your fault but your business is going to take the hit for it so you just kind of like need to understand that that's also a side of business you know that when you do start making sales and getting customers you just can't please everyone so it's going to take time to kind of like outweigh like the negative with the positive so building up that good trust factor in the beginning is really really important so you want to also be um inspiring and helping and once you do have a a sort of active audience or you're constantly reaching people that seem to like your product and you're getting a little bit more traction in things your goal here is to find a solution to a current problem list benefits list features like actually inspire people with what you do or what you sell so that then you can move on to the conversion and the close that's basically how the funnel works so uh, that's just not a one ad thing Um, I'm pretty sure that if you're listening and you're like picturing what I've just talked about in your mind you're thinking days and weeks for this kind of stuff and that is the reality obviously when your brand becomes a little bit more known people have seen it the logo's really familiar and they're you know that it's like subconsciously something that they can buy from or they've seen influencers with or they've you know seen you in like multiple pictures and things like that they're more likely to like need less of this process and more likely to convert pretty um pretty like a little bit more quickly but that all takes time and that takes patience so guys that is pretty much what you need to be focused on when it comes to launching a business i don't care if everyone knows you and you just have the most successful shop in the world when it comes to online, you're jumping into a completely different, you're jumping into like the most competitive market in the world because you're against everyone in business, everyone. So you got to allocate funds to go through this process correctly and you got to be patient with it. You got to refine it. You've got to try new things alongside this digital funnel. And you've got to be also, guys, doing other things like generating leads to your email list. So with the audience as well, you want to be offering them something to put their emails in if they're engaging with you on social media. Because the other thing with social media is, is that Instagram's algorithms prevent like your followers, even if you do end up acquiring them a lot of the time from seeing you so that you'll actually spend more money to reach your own followers, which is so messed up. But anyway, the reason I'm talking about when you get them over and they're just looking at your story, always have something on your stories or on your page or in your bio or something where they can join up and subscribe to your email. Don't do the 10% thing unless you're like White Fox Boutique or someone that's like really amazing and people really want 10% because they're going on to buy. Most likely if you're a new business and you can give them a digital ebook or a free sample, make that investment and, you know, make sure that they're getting something physically or downloadably or something like that or I don't know just think of something um, to give them so that they will swipe up and put their email in the more emails in your database guys that is literally gold to your business these are where this is where you can literally direct market every single day don't spam them but you can do it and you can give people like a constant reminder into their inboxes into their phones that you're there this is your offer, this is what you're doing, and you've got way more chance of making them a customer. It really is true. And um, always remember as well, if you get a lot of leads generated, maybe you've got a marketing company helping you with that. I put a link below as well if you want this 
like sort of service done at a more affordable rate. Um, if you are generating emails and things like that, always make sure that you reintroduce yourself. You tell people, like I always put like a little bit of a reminder of what you do. Hey, I'm, you know, blah, 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 the sunscreen company, we do this or drop an influencer name in if you've collaborated with one. Have you seen blah, blah, blah's posts? Yeah, shop, blah, 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 now type thing. Just make it like, if there, if it's a text message, especially make it familiar, make it like if it's in a de- demographic where you think a famous name that you've worked with or something has um, generated you some leads, then just drop that, redrop that, use those things to your advantage. And also re- remember, guys, that generating a follower and generating a email is on average around one to five dollars per follower or per email. So if you end up generating 500 emails, you're roughly generating, you're going to be looking at 500 to $1,000 per email lead conversion. But doing that on Facebook ads could cost you two grand, for example. But, but, but when people are subscribed to your store, you got 500 people that have subscribed to your store. They're in your store. They're in your emails. The reality is, is that a lifetime customer could be worth like three grand, five grand, 10 grand, one of them, one of those followers could be worth that to your business per year. So you don't want to really look at what you're spending to get them. You just want to spend what you need to get them and then make sure that you leverage those contacts, those followers and those subscribers as well as you can, as much as you can. And turning them into, first of all, acquisitions, which is new customers, and then repeat buyers. So you want to, that is the goal. And then once they're repeat buyers, you don't even need to worry that much about them. You need to nudge them a little bit sometimes to rebuy from you. And then, you know, you can let them carry on and just continue buying and referring out, etc. Like that. This is how you grow a business. Like this is what it takes. It's like so it's it's so it's so much common sense, but it's literally what we do in everyday life, but in on online, for example. And that is how you do the funnel. Like there's step one, two, three, four, five. Like I'm never gonna like just be realistic with it and then just remember that it's um only costing money because it's not a real relationship. Like you are using your product or service to benefit people and make money and they are buying it from you to benefit their lives because they like what you do or they like what you've got or they're interested type things so when people find like spend their money and they trust someone with what you're offering the world it's a it's a commitment you know you're making that kind of commitment to each other to serve and to enjoy and then that is kind of where the the bond between a customer and a business is so you want to make sure that you're doing that as well as you can and of course that's going to cost money you know like that's not going to come organically like there's no way you could reach that amount of people um, because that amount of people that are going to go down the funnel that easily organically you know what I mean it's like a lot of like what you do reach won't engage. That's the other thing. Like, so when you do spend money on ads, like you're really refining down like the ones that are going to engage, maybe be inspired, maybe that you can help communicate with, build trust with, and then like slowly close or convert. This like does not happen like overnight and it does not happen as a new brand um, for free. It just doesn't. You're going to have to spend some money on it. And this is why. So as you understand why you would do it because of the lifetime value of a customer, if you are doing the right thing and you're serious about your business, you're going to be driven to invest whatever you can in multiple ways to actually get 
um, a chance of getting these lifetime customers. I've actually seen it before. I like referred, um, I used to do collaborations with some local businesses and honestly, it's like, it's a bit annoying to be honest when people don't understand like the value of what they get. So guys, if you, for example, get something from marketing and you don't understand how to leverage it and you don't understand what that's done for your business, you need to also understand like a little bit of like, it's a little bit of common sense. So I don't know whether people are just ignorant and they're doing it deliberately so they don't have to say thank you or like else they're just genuinely like in another world and don't understand how or what marketing is or how to run a business. So, um, for example, if I did you a big favor and I was a client of yours and I brought influencers into your business and helped you to, you know, grow your business through that connection, that is a fucking good connection. If someone did that for me, I would be rewarding them for the rest of my life. But I have had over three businesses local. They're actually not Sydney siding. They're not from Sydney, but they're from overseas in Sydney. And basically, like, I, you know, got influencers to their business and I got, like, them, you know, kind of more familiar with social media and things like that. And some I even have, some of my own followers and friends are still using some of their services. And for the life of them, they don't understand that um, those, like, just because, I guess, like, when they collaborate collaborate with me, I mean, I'm a tiny influencer, like, it's not even my thing. It's like they expect that every single time I come, it's like going to be like 50 to 100 new inquiries or something like that when that's never going to happen. But when you have quality customers coming through from um, a person or they're getting you influencers to collaborate and grow your business more, like influencers with like a really high number of followers that would normally cost 10K to the business, that is an amazing result from one collaboration like I didn't even get paid for these things and that's the worst part because like I remember like these frustrations and I know so many of you are going to be out there going I didn't get anything from influencers hold on think about what you may have got think about influencers that may be friends with them that would never have trusted to go to you if they didn't go to you type thing so there's actually a lot of benefit in in micro influencers especially if you're a local business and there is always going to be someone that comes from that that's a more of a long-term client that's got probably like that's over the course of the year like how much is that generating to your business and then did they bring a friend how much is that generating to your business so it's actually a flow-on effect so when you guys don't see like this enormous amount of traction but there is traction pick up on what that was trace it back be smart and stop feeling like sorry for yourself that you know one collaboration or one uh, Instagram post or anything didn't turn your business around or doesn't give you these massive results. Like, I'm sorry, guys, but you're going to be chasing down massive results and getting nothing out of it for a really, really long time and probably getting stuck, to be honest with you, um, if you don't understand this digital marketing funnel and you can't acknowledge certain benefits from certain collaborations because I've seen so many good results coming through in the past for people. And honestly, I've had no acknowledgement and it's just made me stay away from 
dealing with any kind of like passion-based businesses and I'm not saying this is everyone because we have really big clients but they are stand out now the biggest in Australia like everyone knows them for their digital they know them for their services like everyone collaborates with them and they're the ones that are getting ahead but at the same time it's not a dig at anyone it's just like a really common thing that I see and I'm sorry but like a lot of people are getting super sick of it especially in marketing influencers everything like that it's like stop expecting people to turn your business around like with one post or one ad. It's never gonna happen, ever. So you need to make sure that you fully study the funnel. You need to trace things back and you need to have a budget. If you're getting things for free and you're relying on collaborations and stuff as well, guys, that is just like gifting people is not guaranteed. Like if it's a gift, they don't need to post also. So if you're an influencer, you're like in the, like you, you're a brand and you don't know, it doesn't matter if you had a good agreement or not. If there's no money, like you do not have, they don't have to post. If they don't like your product, they don't have to post. And that is the reality. You're going to maybe send out a lot of products and spend a lot of time doing that when really you need to be focused on your brand awareness and fully, yes, that does, that does contribute, but you can't rely on it if it's not paid. If it's paid, get contracts, get an agent to do it. I'll leave a link below for you guys to help grow your Instagram affordably, collaborate with celebs, influencers, do digital marketing, get your social media page managed, you know, be posting every day, all of that stuff, like really common stuff um, in the link below. I hope this part one of marketing helped you guys. I hope it is give, gave you some clarity. It probably was a little bit more of a more of like a training talk I would say but uh, yeah I would love to hear your feedback on that well this was quite a long podcast so have an amazing week and hopefully next week we'll be back with a guest or possibly the week after if not we'll do part two so do reach out and leave your questions on this topic and we will see you all next week